Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Game Notes Podcast, your Utah Jazz podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. Before we get started, just a little bit of business. If you're hearing this Sunday night, November 28th, or Monday, November 29th, now is your last chance to support the show, support me and Tony. Go to theathletic.com slash game notes. Sign up for just a buck a month. That's a pretty good deal, Tony. You can read Tony Jones. No ads ever, Tony. A buck a month. You know what you can do for $1? Listen, I can get, I used to be able to get 10 packs of Nowlators for, I used to get 10 packs of Nowlators for $1. 10 cents a pack. Okay? Oh, my God, man. Basically, you can get a subscription to The Athletic for 10 packs of Nowlators per month. Let me ask you, Tony. Totally going to change the subject here, but go to theathletic.com slash game notes, support the show. Tony, did you used to sell now and laters at school? Yes. I yes, you did. did. I, and yes, I sold sir. Them for 25 cents a pack. That's right. I bought them for 10 cents a pack and I sold them for 25 cents a pack. Damn, we are old. Man, we are old. I had the grapes, I had the lemonades, I had the rainbows. I had the green sour, the sour ones, the green sour ones. I had the reds. I had them all. I used to buy them for 10 cents a pack. And I would take them to St. Angelo Hall School in Brooklyn, New York. And I would sell them for 25 cents a pack. Until Sister Marie Tramontana, yes, I'm calling out her entire name, until Sister Marie shut me down. Well, I was more of a Starburst guy, um, you know, but that's just me. Tony. What's up with the Jazz, man? They, they, it seems like they've kind of lost their rhythm. I'm not quite sure what exactly is happening, but, I mean, it's been a rough stretch. And, and we saw Rudy Gay's return as an opportunity for this team to do something that it w- hadn't been able to do the last few years, and that's to give guys nights off and you know lean on an extra player who can create and all these other things. And, well, now all of a sudden, you, you know, you look at what's happening – they lose, they lose that weird game to the Grizzlies, and then they have 
I mean, the Thunder give them everything they've got. And then they drop, I mean, and this is embarrassing, Tony. To lose a home game to the Pelicans, oof, oof. And then, of course, they come back on the on the second night of the back-to-back, and they, they demolish them. But they, had, they felt the need to play Mike Conley in a back-to-back in order to sort of right the ship. And that's not a great place to be for them at this point in the season, Tony. Well, in the word, in the, word the ball's not moving. They're playing selfish basketball. That that seems about right. I mean, what, what did Rudy Gay say? Or what, excuse me, what did Rudy Gobert say the other day? Put your Eagles aside. It, it, from night to night with this team, and and even from quarter to quarter, it varies. So what's the what's the solution? Do you know that? Do you know the solution? This is what Rudy Gobert said: for three games, we'll move the ball, and then for the fourth game, we'll do something else. So we're recording this on Sunday. On on Saturday night, the Jazz played their best game of the season. And it was the only game of the season where, like, there was focus on both ends of the floor. And they absolutely just wiped the floor with the Pelicans. And they played focused basketball, unselfish basketball for 48 minutes. The ball popped. And they haven't been doing that this year. The ball hasn't been popping. They haven't been moving it. Too many guys, um, too many guys have been kind of doing their own thing. And I think uh, on Friday night, um, I think that was the crescendo that was, and everybody called it out. When Snyder called it out, Donovan Mitchell called it out, Rudy Gobert called it out. You know, everybody called it out. Everybody called it for what it was. And we got to look at it for what it was. The Jazz been playing selfish basketball. And, you know, you it's it's a different team this year. Um, you know, and there are a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And you know what? And that's fine to have all of that talent because from one to nine, you can make the argument that the Jazz are the most talented team in the league, they they don't have the most top end talent, of course, but from one to nine, collectively, there are a few teams in the league, if any, that are more that are more talented. But that talent has to buy in, and it, guys have to make the extra pass. And for this team to, because there is no Kevin Durant, there is no LeBron James, there is no Stephen Curry, there is no Giannis Antetokounmpo, there is no Luka Doncic. There's none of those guys. There's no Nikola Jokic. There's none of that that elite top end. There's no elite top end talent. These guys got to play as a as a unit. They got to play as a crew. The ball can't worry about who gets the shots or who or who gets the touches. And uh, the Jazz have not played like that. And as a result, they're thirteen and seven. They've dropped at least three games that they should not have lost this year. At least. You can look at, there's no way they should have lost to New Orleans. There's no way they should have lost uh, last Monday night to Memphis. There's no way they should have lost that game, game, game on the road to Orlando. So you're looking at at least three games where the Jazz had no business losing while the Suns and the Warriors are playing stratospheric basketball. And I'm going to tell you, you know, um, as much as the Jazz say, hey, you know, 
seeding doesn't matter. Seeding is going to matter this year because the Warriors and the Suns are both ridiculous teams. And if you want to get to where you want to go, it's going to, the road is going to be a lot harder for the Jazz if you have to go through both of those teams in order to get there. A lot I mean, harder. You, look, those, I mean, those are juggernauts. Well, as right. we're recording this uh, on Sunday, you know, the Suns have won 16 in a row. The Warriors have won seven in a row, and they lost that weird game to Charlotte, right? It was the first first night of a road trip. Um, you know, just, the Warriors probably should just be 18 and one or 19 and one right now, but they're 18 and two. And they the Warriors have won 10 straight games at home by double digits. So to your point, Tony, as as much as Utah is a great home team, guess who else takes business at, uh, take care of business at home? I mean, the Warriors and the Suns both win at home. And if you look at their their, I mean, of course, neither teams really lost that many games. The Warriors are eleven and one at home. The Suns are eight and two. And Utah, normally, we just talked about this two weeks ago. This homestand was an opportunity because Utah doesn't normally lose at home. They have the inherent advantage of playing at altitude, and when teams come in there, it's a little bit more difficult. They got great fans. And seven and four out of the gate at home, and, and including losses to Memphis, who has the worst defense in the league, and the Indiana. Pelicans, Indiana, who's awful. The Pelicans, who are just embarrassing. I mean, this is bad. To, I mean, this. It, listen, it's not the end of the world. They're still the three seed, and they're going to right the ship. But I mean, this is ugly. This is an ugly stretch that, that a team this good should not be going through. Absolutely. I mean. Th- for for them to for for them to to still be thirteen and seven and 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 in the three spot, it shows the jump the drop off from the three teams at the top to the rest of the Western Conference at this point. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I, listen, yeah. I, you know, Tony, I, I'm going to just say this uh, because you keep mentioning Utah in the same breath as the Warriors and the Suns. And I and just I don't agree with you. I, agree I don't with think it's exactly fair to do that anymore. Yeah, I think I, that I agree with exactly what you're about to say until the Jazz prove it. They're not in that class right now. Yeah, I, I think that they're more 
I mean, they're in a sub tier sort of I, by I themselves think right now. I think right now they're in their own tier right now. So if you look at the tiers of the West right now, the Warriors and the Sun, it's the Warriors and the Suns in their own tier, it's the Jazz in their own tier, and it's pretty much everybody else. And the Nuggets, I, I would say the Nuggets would be up there with the Jazz, but they're just not healthy. And they're not, and you can't put the Nuggets up there with the Jazz because they're not going to be healthy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's more of a if they were at full strength, if Michael Porter Jr. wasn't hurt, if you know. Yeah, I mean, God, yeah, and, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a mess. But Utah, full strength all year. right? But but this is, I mean, this is just not what we expected for sure. We we thought that. You know, Utah, maybe they would experiment some and and they might deal with some adversity because of the experimentation. You know, hey, Rudy's going to guard on the perimeter more. And so with that, maybe you're going to give up a few more buckets that you wouldn't. Maybe you lose a couple of games here and there that you wouldn't. But that's not what's happening. This is not experimental losses. These are just losses due to, like you said, poor execution, selfish play. Un- unlike the Utah Jazz that we've come to to know the last few years. And this is a team that's at its best when it's sharing the basketball on offense and everybody's locked in on defense or Rudy at least is rock, locked in on defense. And the the basketball, I mean, even in their the game that they won against the Pelicans Saturday night, they only had 24 assists. I mean, the Pelicans had 27 assists. And not that that's a a, a direct indicator for good team basketball or good ball movement, but at home when you, when you're saying we need to move the basketball, I I do think that that stands out to me. Uh, I think what uh, I think it's it's one of these things where it, it shows why windows are so fleeting, right? Because you're coming into this season, and if you're the Jazz or if you're the rest of the NBA, nobody sees the Warriors rebounding from last year to being uh, the juggernaut that they are right now. So all of a sudden you're the jazz, you're coming into this season. You're like, okay, well we can, you know, uh, we can experiment, we can do different things and, you know, we can still, you know, finish this, do this, do this. And, you know, we can still, you know, be, be okay. Um, But, you know, now you have a, now you have a team, that that honestly looks like they remind me of the 2015 Golden State Warriors, where you know they're the best defensive team in the league. Uh, they have the most active hands in the league on defense. They're a nightmarish team playing small ball. Um, they, um, you know, Steph Curry is is playing at 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 some of the highest levels of basketball that he's ever played. I mean, right now. He's the the landslide MVP of the league, um, you know, and they haven't even gotten Clay Thompson back. So, you know, it's 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 one of these things where if you're the Jazz right now, you know, you don't want to have to be the three seed and have to uh, have to get to get through Phoenix or Golden State to get to the Western Conference Finals, or get through both of them to get to the NBA Finals. And, you know, so if you're the Jazz, you don't want to lose. I mean, it's, it's early, but you don't want to lose contact. And you're four games behind uh, Phoenix. You're four and a half behind Golden State. Um, those two teams are, sh- are showing zero signs of slowing down. Um, you got to right the ship if you're the Jazz. And, you know, 
I mean, this you got to play for one another. Those two teams are playing for one another. And and the Jazz haven't. They just haven't. And and I'm 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 shocked because like it's you know, as a writer, you know, as as a writer who's who's covered the Jazz, this is my eighth season season covering the Jazz. You know, it's it's I I struggle to uh, remember another time where they've kind of played like this. You know, Friday night was jarring. I mean, you know, it was just basically, you know, one or two passes. You know, somebody goes one on one and tries to score, and guys were. You know, guys were collapsing the defense off the dribble. There were guys that were wide open <laughs> on the perimeter, just wide open, and and the ball wasn't coming to them. Um, and it was just, I was, you know, you just look at it, and it's just like this is just selfish basketball. And credit to the Jazz for for getting into the press conference and and owning that. You know, you know, Donovan Mitchell said, "I need to be better." Rudy Gobert said, "You know." Um, we're going to look at this. We're, we're going to get to the end of the season. We're going to look at these losses and we're going to regret this. Uh, you know, Quinn Snyder, you know, was as demonstrative in his own way at calling his team out um, as he's ever been. I mean, like he said, collectively, we, we have to figure out what we want collectively. And, you know, and I, I think that, that the difference this year is that um, the difference this year is that there are a lot of players on this current jazz team that are playing for something uh, individually. Um, and that's true and that's okay, but you got to do it as a unit and nothing, nothing solves anything more than winning. And, you know, and here's the thing, you know, the jazz have a championship window this year, but I am not so sure that this, you know, I won't say that I'm not so sure. I'm pretty sure that this is the this is the year. Like this is you either get it done, or this team is going to look significantly different next year because the Jazz will be a repeater tax team next season, and um, it, it's it's just hard in this smaller market. Doesn't matter how much money your owner has. It's hard to be a repeater tax team or, or to justify it being a repeater tax team for a team that go that 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 goes out in the second round or isn't a championship contender. So if the Jazz don't prove, if they don't make a deep run in the playoffs this year, if they don't get to the Western Conference Finals or the NBA Finals or win it all, this team is going to look different next year. It just is. Well, the funny thing about that window is – by the time by the time you realize it's closing, it's already closed. Right? The the time to shake things up is usually much sooner than than the offseason following, you know, a, a disappointing playoff performance. Like that's just how it is. But I don't think we're there yet. I think that that would be jumping the gun. But I do want to talk about Conley playing in the back-to-back. And this is to me, if you want one good takeaway from hammering a really bad team after you've played them and, and lost embarrassingly the night before, uh, the one good takeaway for me is that they they felt the need to play Conley for some continuity, but he only had to play twenty one minutes. So they actually did it was worth it to play him. Do you, you get what I mean, Tony? Like right. you didn't waste that bullet. You actually got the job done. 
righted to ship, hopefully. You hope that this sets the tone. But you got it done in only 21 minutes of, of working time for Mike Conley, which is huge because Mike Conley needs to be at 100% and in in his best condition come April, not in November. Like this stuff, this game should not matter enough to have to break your scheme for the season, the rest scheme for your older players. But here they were having to do it. So I will say a good takeaway, Tony, is that they actually did come and knock them out. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it was a good takeaway that they played as well as they did. Like, they they were really, really good. Um, Donovan Mitchell talked about their defense, man, and, and I think that that's big. When when you get Donovan talking about their defense in the postgame, he said this, I feel like if we hadn't made a three-pointer the whole game, but we guarded like that, we would have been a good in a good position to win the game anyway. Right. That's how good our defense was. And he's right. You know, the Pelicans only hit one three in this game. And that's because Utah was all over them. They were running them off the three-point line, and they were actually using the Pelicans' fatigue to their advantage. Yeah, they they played as good a game uh, collectively on both ends of the floor as they have all season. Um, and you know they were they were really good defensively. They were really good defense. Joe Ingles was really good defensively against Brandon Ingram, and I think a scheme was uh, really good defensively against uh, Brandon Ingram. And, you know, they they ran him off the line. They made him take uh, tough contested twos. They turned him over. Uh, then, you know, they, you know, just executed the heck out of the thing uh, offensively. And, you know, they, they shot the ball. Um, the ball moved. And, you know, it, it was the jazz that we saw last year. That that was what we saw Saturday night, and you know if, if this team is going to um, to get to where it wants to go, I mean you know you have to see that con- consistently because you know think about it like this. I mean he, as as well as the Jazz played on on Saturday, can you look at yourself and can you can you guarantee that that's the same Jazz team that's going to show up against Portland? You know probably not. Probably not at this point. So, you know, I I think the Jazz need to establish uh, some kind of sample size. They need to, they have two home games left uh, on this real, on this, on this stand. And then they have a a rough four game trip uh, out East. Um, And all four of those games are games they can lose if, if they don't play well. I mean, Cleveland's playing really well this year. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing very well for them this year. Um, you see, um, you see Philadelphia and Joel Embiid on the second half of a back-to-back. You see, um, you see the Washington Wizards who are thirteen and seven in your third game in four nights. All of that is on the road. That's a tough road trip. And then you come back and you you get the Clippers, and then you get the Wizards again. So. Um, it, it will behoove the Jazz. It really would behoove the Jazz to to really uh, knock this out, um, uh, finish uh, finish well, um, and 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 get on the road and, and and try to go go get on the road with some some upward momentum. 
the good teams take care of business, Tony. And and until we see otherwise, I'm not ready to call this Utah Jazz team good right now. And it, again, I think it's going to be a blip. I, I do expect them to to be the third seed pretty pretty strongly. Um, I think that they are the third best team in the West right now. And they haven't played like it, and hopefully they will. It's kind of a weird week for them schedule-wise. They've got only two games. they got a game Monday and a game Friday, um, and, and then they have to travel. Uh, maybe this little bit of rest that they've got at home, maybe that's just the thing to kind of get them right. They're going to have a practice, I'm assuming, at least one. And, you know, I think the Jazz are a team that they come out of practices with a little bit of a boost. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they do, <laughs> and then sometimes they, and sometimes they don't. Well, hopefully, play well. in this is as they do, because I, I think that some of the connect, like the lack of connectedness that they've got on offense, is that's that's not usual for them. Now, yeah, they ignore Rudy Gobert a lot when he's the role man, but it's it's not normally like this. It's not not normally guys just not moving the basketball right. this many games in a row. So. Uh, hopefully a little bit of practice will will right the ship. Uh, you got anything else, or uh, you want to get out of here? Other than uh, you know, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was fun, man. Uh, I had a really good time. Milwaukee took care of me. The Partnows took care of me. Um, yeah, it's been a good trip. Also, shout out to Des Moines. Very nice city. I really enjoyed Des Moines. Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. I know it's so it's so funny, but. I think I'm a big Des Moines guy. Pretty nice. Okay. Yeah. I got I got to come hang out in Salt Lake City. I, I got to see. Maybe I'll compare the two. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Anyway, that's gonna do it for today's show, folks. We'll have another show coming out later on in the week where uh, you know we'll talk about some of the stuff happening with the team. Uh, don't forget, go to theathletic.com/game notes. Support the show. Support us. Uh, sign up for just a buck a month for a whole year. One dollar a month. Get there by midnight on the 29th. That's Monday. Get there by midnight for just a buck a month. It's so cheap. Such a good deal. For Tony Jones, I'm Dave DeFore, and this has been Game Notes. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.